What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be asking ourselves a question. Is Michael Todd actually a modalist or is he just dumb? And that's the question we're going to be asking in this video. Uh, Mike Todd is a false teacher out of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I believe Evangelical Dark Web was the first on EvangelicalDarkWeb.org to point out that Michael Todd was a danger to the church in that uh, I don't believe anyone else really pointed him out before March of 2020. Uh, he got big in April of 2020. That's his back. That's his rise to fame. He got huge in April of 2020 in May of 2020 and so on and so forth. And now his church has Walter White kind of money where you got the piles, pallets of cash in which they're buying strip malls and commercial real estate and all that other stuff and just giving away a lot of money. So this is a very financially successful church, and I think it's a financially successful church in large part because of its huge online footprint. They have a huge online following. Uh, I believe this is a mega church of about 5,000 people, and they got over 800,000 people watching their videos, watching their sermon clips. So this is a church that far outkicks its own audience size that is in person. So it's very interesting to ask whether this guy actually understands the Trinity or not. So I think Michael Todd is a false teacher. I've written as much back in March of 2020, but it's always good to revisit this subject, especially as he dives more into modalism potentially. So we're going to be asking that question. Don't forget to like the video. Also subscribe to the channel. Let's roll tape. You've just been taught wrong. It's one God. Everybody say one God. one God. Say it like you mean it. One God. One God. Three, expressions. Three expressions. Okay, let me, let me, okay. What is this? It's water. That, 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 that's, that's what we say, but if you want to be very scientific, this is H2O. Okay? This is H2O. I'm thirsty. I'm a little strong. That's good. That is such a gimmick. Let me ask you a different question. What, uh, hold on real quick. We established this is what? It's H2O. What is this? You say ice? If we go down to its basic form, this is H2O. Now, it's in a different form than the liquid version. But this still is, uh-huh, this is a different expression. So when your drink is too warm, you don't put more water in it. It's H2O, but you put a different expression of H2O. You just put more into water your drink. in it. And we call it ice. It's also water. What is this? This is H2O2. It's dry ice. And it's a... Hard pause. This church has enough fog machines to know what dry ice actually is. Dry ice is not H2O. Dry ice is not water. Dry ice, I believe, is frozen carbon dioxide. 
So, therefore, this church has enough fog machines to know that this is not water. This is not H2O. He's just really dumb. Like, he should have enough fog machines to know that fog machines aren't made out of actual water. And the fog that's in actual fog machines is not actually fog. It's uh, subliming carbon dioxide. Huge difference. He should have enough fog machines to know the difference. Different expression. So if that was God the Father, God the Son, this is God the Holy Spirit. Still H2O. But it takes on a completely different form. Oh, and this is what God is about to do in your life. You're about to see evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Still God. Still God. Still God. Still God. Still God. Still God. God the Father. God the Son. And God help me. The Holy Hear what I'm saying. The power resides in all three of them. And if you want to sum up your Christian life, and God the Father, the big man upstairs, and what Jesus did at the cross, which was powerful, then you will leave out the most influential part of affecting your life today. Can I help you? God's done doing. Seven days. He did everything he was going to do in seven days. Not true. Objectively Think false. about it. Genesis, in the beginning, he said, let who? Us. Who was he talking about? Us? It wasn't just God the Father. He had a board meeting with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and said, let's go ahead and make man in our image. I got the first leg. I'm going to take the next seven days. And I'm going to speak to the void, and I'm going to blow life. I'm going to tell the ocean to come that far. Uh-uh, stop. That's where the land is going to start. And then I'm going to make birds, and I'm going to make whales, and I'm going to make, I'm going to do all of that. And on the sixth day, I'm going to take a nap. His view of God the Father is very similar to deism. Just pointing out there that God created a petrol, perpetual motion machine not uh, is not actively sustaining creation as the Bible teaches that God God not only created he also sustains the creation that is what the Bible teaches very clearly and I'm going to show people how to rest even when they're creating something that people will be enjoying for the rest of their life I got seven days on it the only reason you may have never thought about this, Jesus is not necessary had sin not entered the world. But since sin entered the world, the Father said, y'all going to make me get up. But I can't because I'm holy and I can't change. 
So I'm not going to come down off my throne to save my kids because they didn't listen to me. But I'm going to send their big brother. And I'm going to send their big brother. I need y'all to stay with me. I'm going to send their big brother. And I'm going to make him take the whooping they should have got. See, some of y'all don't come from old school homes. But in an old school home, what would end up happening if the older brother or the older sister was with the younger brother or the younger sister and they did something bad, everybody got a whooping. Why? Because the older brother or the older sister was the one that was going to be the mature one to take and guide and lead and be the example. And they said, well, when I did it, it didn't even happen. But the fact that you did it, let them think that they could do it. So everybody getting a whooping. What God said is, I need to send a big brother. To take the whooping for everybody else's sin. So Jesus, I know. Ugh. So the example he makes is flawed because the example that he used to describe the son was an example in which the older parties are also guilty in some capacity. But in reality, in the Bible and in Christianity in general, Christ is purely innocent and Jesus said I'll do my part seven days 33 years I'm trying to give you a timeline of every God personality and expression what they were supposed to do so God the father worked it out for seven days and took a nap from one of them God the son came to the earth for 33 years and what did he say when he climbed up on the cross it is finished. What was finished? His part of the plan was complete when he died on the cross. He said, I did my part. And right before he died, he tells the disciples, don't worry. I've done my part. But I'm about to send you I'm Again, in this scenario, if Christ was truly finished his role, his part, to use Michael Todd's words, then why did he rise again from the dead? Why did he rise and re get resurrected if his part was wholly complete? It is accomplished refers to the atonement is accomplished. Not God, or God the Son's role accomplished or complete, fully satisfied, never to pick up again, which is where we're going into Mike Todd's Trinitarian uh, theology. About to tag in. Y'all ever watch wrestling? When, they, when they're at the ropes and they tag in their partner, God tagged Jesus. And then Jesus tagged the Holy Spirit. And can I say it like this? I'm going to mess with your theology right here. Yeah. God's not doing anything else in your life. God the Father? It ain't, he's, God, will you help me? He already did. When he sent Jesus. And Jesus, even though you wear the cross around your neck, he not coming to earth to help you do anything. Most 
statement of faith on a church website talk about Christ returning, the second coming of Christ? Like, does this guy not get it? Now, I did a lot of examination of faith statement. It is a very much a prosperity gospel faith statement. It has a prosperity gospel explicitly listed in their faith statement, just to be clear. And I don't recall whether there is a uh, second coming of Christ listed in there as well, but even if there was, you know, contradicting your own church's faith statement should be seen as precedent over what is in print on a website, just saying. Jesus, help me! Anytime you call on him, both of them stand here and say, Holy Spirit. That's not how that works. Y'all missed it. God the Father and God the Son, when you say, God, I need you, he said, he ain't talking to me. And then Jesus said, he ain't talking to me. It's finished. And the Holy Spirit, here I go. Where do you need me? I'm everywhere you need to be. Where do I need to show up? You have been blocking your God power on the earth, and his name is Holy Spirit. This guy is such a clown. Same name. But different titles, different functions, different statuses, different location. It's God. The Holy Spirit is God. It's worth pointing out how much he looks at the camera during his sermons. He obviously is well aware of the camera placement. And he is looking directly at the camera, which you do not see megachurch pastors often, as often as Michael Todd, I should disclaim, uh, stare at the camera that's recording their message. Because again, like I said in the beginning of this video, he's outkicked his own in-person audience. He is primarily reaching out to a much larger audience outside his own physical walls. Those people actually donate to him as well. They tie to him as well. But if you don't see him as God, you treat him as extra. If you don't see him as God, you go past his power in your life. That thing that told you, don't go to the club tonight. That was the Holy Spirit. And you rather a feeling, Highly an aura, a vibe. Oh, I'm in some of y'all business. I just got to get, I got to get the mood. I got to get the atmosphere right. The Holy Spirit said, I've been here from the beginning of time. When they was talking Alpha and Omega, that was me too. You thought it was just God the Father or God the Son, but when they said Alpha and Omega, that was your boy too. I know everything about everything and everybody. And if you would tap into my God power, you would experience God, the Holy Spirit. God, the Father's function is, watch this, provider. I'm going to provide the heavens and the earth. I'm even going to provide my only son. I'm going to provide purpose and plans for everybody. But once I provide what I want, I'm going to take a seat on the throne of the universe. So if you need somebody in a different function... Then he sends Jesus, and his function is, watch this, very simply, I'm giving you theological principles that will guide your life. Jesus' function is Savior. 
So God, the Father, didn't come to save you. He sent God, Jesus, to save you. Now, how many of us need help in an area of our life? Hands lifted high. You need help in something, in your marriage, in your business. You need help. Stop calling on the God whose function is not helping you. I know it's rough. But once you learn the function of God the Father, talk to him about provision. And it's the crazy thing. He already done it. He ain't providing anything new. He's just waiting for you to discover what he provided. Do you know that there will be no diamonds ever made again? Because when God made diamonds in coal mines, he made them all for one time. But do you know for the next centuries and eons, we will be discovering things that God put there years ago? Because it's not about finding out about God. It's about discovering what he's already placed there. What I'm telling you is you is when you get in a relationship, it's not about God help this marriage. It's no God help me find out who you created me to be so I can be the right person in this marriage. It's never about what God will provide. It's what God's already provided. All right, say it not sprayed if you uh, look closely and saw the spit. Uh, anyway, this is just wrong on so many levels. We can go back to Jesus teaching his disciples how to pray, and it begins with our Father who art in heaven. Now, our Father who art in heaven is clearly addressing God the Father. And, you know, in that, you know, yeah, I don't know, if you grew up Southern Baptist, you might be familiar with the Acts types of uh, prayer, uh, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, uh, Acts. And I'm not going to do a whole Bible study on that. But if you look at the, the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer, it's addressed to the God the Father. And that's important to note, and I think that is a, a completely ignored part of the Bible for Michael Todd when he's trying to make his point on the Trinity. Like, unlike Levi Lusco, I don't think Michael Todd is that intelligent. I think Levi Lusco is highly in intelligent. I don't think Michael Todd is highly intelligent whatsoever. Uh, and it shows when he doesn't know what dry ice is. So... When he's going off about we pray to the Holy Spirit for help, which is where he's going with this, if he's not already here, uh, then he's ignoring the Lord's prayer. He's ignoring the model prayer in which we pray to God to give us our daily bread and to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil and to help us forgive others. These are things in the Lord's prayer. These are things that we pray to God the Father, that Jesus, God the Son, modeled praying to God the Father. And also Jesus is also our intercessor uh, when we pray as well. Because, you know, God makes no promises that he hears the prayers of unsaved people. Because Christ is the only way, uh, is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through him. So if you want to pray to God the Father, you have to go through God the Son first. Uh, he has to know you. And of course, the Holy Spirit has to be in you. Or at least, 
maybe in you at one point in your life. You know, I, I think God hears the prayers of those who are going to be saved in the future as well as those who are already saved. God hears the prayers of the elect is the point that I'm making. So he sent Jesus, and then he sent the Holy Spirit to help you. Now, this is the one that's going to mess you up. I've been hitting towards it all the way, but I just need you. I'm just trying to make sure you get right theology. And I'm not being um, uh, facetious, or I'm not trying to so be um, into semantics. Like, if you say, God, I'm praying to you, I'm not saying, like, it's three in one, okay? But I'm trying to get you to recognize the, the, the family member that y'all act like don't exist. <laughs> when you don't know something, you make it less personal. That's why some of y'all, the, 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 the commercials of children in Africa don't move you no more. You see the children with their bellies and they're eating out of thing and you threw away what they would eat for a week. And it doesn't even compute to you anymore because what you don't know about, you make less personal. Oh, is that why we have racial problems in the USA right now? It's because you was raised around all black people and you was raised around all white people and you go to the lake with all Hispanic people and oh, I got a black friend and he's the dad that you pay to work for you and he's the token that comes to your thing. The reason you've made it less personal is because you don't know him. And the reason you've made the Holy Spirit less personal is because you don't know him. This could be a woke preacher club, but... It is just so asinine because he's responding to a straw man. I mean, I get that his audience is people that don't understand theology. That, that is Michael Todd's audience. That is the audience of Transformation Church. People who don't understand theology. People who don't understand the Trinity. Uh, people who don't understand Christianity. People who aren't Christians. This is a goat herder. This is a goat entertainer. This is an entertainer of many goats. So, with that said... Very clear that uh, there might be some actual confusion on the Trinity and the Holy Spirit and the role of the Holy Spirit within Michael Todd's audience. But within a Christian audience, I don't see who this applies to. I don't see the person that doesn't act like the Holy Spirit exists. I don't see the person who uh, doesn't think that the Holy Spirit is, you know, as much of God as God the Father or God the Son, which is a clear part of Trinitarian theology is that you know they're both equally god and let me talk about why the water analogy was so bad it's because h2o cannot be uh liquid solid and gas because steam not dry ice is the gas form of water is steam it cannot be all three of those at one time so what michael todd is dabbling with modalism is because the water analogy lends itself to modalism. It doesn't lend itself to uh, orthodox theology, orthodox Trinitarian theology. The example that he used of water or liquid, solid, and gas is that H2O cannot be all three of those things at once. God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit all at once. That's part of the Trinity. And each of those three are equally God. They're equally as powerful. They equally share the attributes of God. They're all powerful, all knowing, everywhere. 
omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient. All three of those things. The Trinity, each factor in the Trinity is all three of those things. They are all fully God. And then with Christ, we have a hypostatic union. Fully God, fully man. Uh, the early church fathers figured this out. And now, you know, they figured out the smart people debates. Now we have to deal with the Michael Todds of the world. Michael Todds of the church spouting their nonsense about the Trinity. Hold up. So when he said it is finished as Savior, he went and took a seat? That's his current status. Right now, we worship you, Jesus. He is in his lazy boy in heaven like, that's it. I like that song. You sustain. I do, I do, I do. You sustain. He is in the lazy boy reclined, seated. Read the scripture. Do you know the Holy Spirit and his status? Put it on the screen. Active. He is the only God expression still active. And you don't even think he's real. No one thinks that. Something told me to not go that way, and there was an accident on the highway. Something? It was God. God? God, the big man upstairs. He set apart. He's not down here. He created it, but he ain't down here. God the Son, yeah, 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 he's seated. He, he done with y'all. He had 33 years of this ghetto world, and he was like, I'm pretty much done with this. Think about it. The only God that is still active in the earth today is God the who? Holy Spirit. If you don't get anything else that I say, the reason you have to receive and release the Holy Spirit in your life is because he is the only God that is active in every part of every day, of every moment, of every breath that you will take for the rest of your life. And then he won't leave you. He will escort you to a heavenly home if you put your faith in Jesus who saved us and you will be introduced to the Father who provided all of it for us. I'm telling you right now, the Holy Spirit is God. I'd love some scripture to back up his claims on the role of Holy Spirit, but more specifically, the absence of function from God the Father and God the Son. So, we see uh, Michael Todd go through his diagram of the Trinity here, and he basically believes that God the Father is not doing anything right now. He believes that God the Son is seated on the throne next to God the Father, not doing anything right now, and that only God the Holy Spirit is active. This is highly, I would say, heretical because the Bible clearly teaches that God the Father, I believe, you know, Christ taught that God the Father sustains creation, that, you know, we don't have to worry because God takes care of even the sparrows who do not sow, but, you know, still have food. They are still fed. They are still taken care of. All these things in creation are sustained by God and in large part, we view God the Father as the 
primary role in the creation and sustaining of creation. We just view that. And therefore, God the Father also has a major role to play in the providence of God and what goes on in the earth. He is acting as though that the Holy Spirit is the only God role that still plays an active part. Obviously, we went over how the Lord's Prayer debunks everything that he's saying is debunked by the Lord's Prayer. Other than the fact that the Holy Spirit is God. Yes, that is true. However, I think he's referring to a straw man to say that it is not. Like, he's responding to a straw man in his arguments. I don't know who actually was out there preaching that the Holy Spirit isn't real, isn't powerful, isn't doing much. Who out there is actually uh, doing that? Who out there is Michael Todd actually responding to? And the crazy thing is I could go to tons of churches today and there are people that are lifting their hands, raising their voices, and they don't even recognize the person of the Holy Spirit. Can I just sum it up for you? All of them have a location. I just told you, but some of y'all at the head of class, God the Father's location at this current moment, heaven, and that's where everybody's trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, Jesus, his location, guess where it is? Heaven. But do you know where the Holy Spirit is right now? He's on earth. He's right next to you, and he's right in you. Holy Spirit, make yourself come alive to people right now. Oh, don't think that I'm about to teach a message about him without him. Like, uh, he is because this guy is clearly a heretic. So, with that saying, if God is in heaven, does he have no power here on earth? Logical question. Is God need to be in a room in order to have power in that room? The answer is obviously no. If God is seated on the hand, on the throne of heaven, can he not snap his fingers and then make a giant, say, tidal wave here on earth? He can. He's that powerful. Uh, the, the Father is that powerful. The Son is that powerful. The Holy Spirit is that powerful. But what he's doing is saying that the Holy Spirit is the only one who has power here on earth. And I believe that the reason why he's doing that is because the use of the Holy Spirit, especially in like this church setting, is highly manipulative. He's a pastor, so he can just say, the Holy Spirit told me. So he doesn't have to rely on scripture. He doesn't have to rely on precedent. He can just conjure up a Holy Spirit notion of what he's being told is my assessment of what he's doing because this guy is extremely manipulative and his delivery style is very good in, in, in that it's dangerous not good as in you're learning a lot and he's not highly intelligent this isn't Levi Lusco like I said earlier in this video so he's not highly intelligent but he is uh he is dangerous. He's denying the power of God the Father. He's denying the power of God the Son. And he doesn't understand the Trinity. I think that's very clear. But I think, you know, a lot, a lot of it is he's, first of all, unintelligent. Second of all, 
this guy's a heretic on multiple levels. Like he's a prosperity preacher. So when he talks about the Holy Spirit, I honestly think it is so he can say the Holy Spirit wants me to have this because he thinks the Holy Spirit is more pliable in terms of his ability to use language to communicate. Uh, it is far more pliable to say that the Holy Spirit said something than it is to say God the Father said something or God the Son said something to me. It just is. So anyway, I think that's where we're going to leave off because that's really all I got to say about this. We could watch this entire thing, but I think you get the message. This guy is does not understand the Holy Trinity. This guy does not understand basic uh, chemistry, basic chemistry, and he is a pastor of a very influential church. Very dangerous. So lastly, I just want to say, you know, if you like this kind of content, subscribe to the Evangelical Dark Web YouTube channel. That's the least you can do. Otherwise, check out evangelicaldarkweb.org. I wrote the first thing that really exposed Michael Todd on the internet. And I'd like to do that for other false teachers as well. So definitely support. Send me your suggestion, suggestions of who to look up. And uh, if you really want to support Evangelical Dark Web, we have a Patreon-like program for as little as $5 a month at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. Otherwise, have a blessed day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.